the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast of the Pray. It's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, our God desires to have an intimate relationship with you and me. That's one of the reasons why Jesus went to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, so that we could have the opportunity to have an intimate relationship with the God who saved you and me. But although that opportunity is there, most Christians seem like they don't even care. They don't even try to have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And the few who do, don't know how to. Brothers and sisters, there are proven pathways that we can take to increase the intimacy of the relationship that we have with God. All of us should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to increase our intimacy with God like He wants us to do. That way, we can benefit even more than we already do from the relationship we have with a God who loves me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Seeking God's face is important. Stats number four, let's look at it again. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forever. Remember, seeking God's face, I said it's talking about his presence because God's face is his presence. In the literal Hebrew or in the Hebrew, the same word used for face is the same word used for presence. The same word used for face is the same word used for presence. So anytime time it says seek his face, it's also saying seek his presence. Anytime you see seek his presence, it's also talking about seek his face because that word is used interchangeably. It's used interchangeably. That's what it was talking about over in Genesis chapter three. Don't turn there for time's sake because y'all got quiet on me already. Praise God. So you done, you used up some time with that quietness. Praise God. In Genesis chapter three, blessed be the name of the Lord. Remember when Adam was hiding from God and the Bible says that he was hiding from his presence. He was hiding from his face. He didn't want to. He didn't even want to see God's face. He didn't even want to be around God. Why? Because he knew he sinned against God. Praise God. I mean, so he didn't want to have nothing to do with him. See, but why? Because. Whenever we do something that's outside of what we know we're supposed to do, it gets in the way of intimacy. Gets in the way of intimacy. Mm -hmm. That's when two people that's supposed to be close to one another is way away from one another because something happened. That somebody did something. Usually the one that's offended on one end is always thinking it's the one on the other end. But a lot of times the offense is 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 a response to an offense. Where Satan gets people to get into a cycle of offending one another. 
I'm so glad that God decided to cover our sins, past, present and future. Because his response wouldn't have been very, very, very good. It's called the wrath of God. We're supposed to seek God's face. This word is also also often used for the person himself when you're seeking faith. So we're seeking God himself. We want God himself. We want God. Give me more of God. We want more of God. That's what we want. That's what we're after. So it's often used, often used for the person himself. Therefore, to see God's face or seek God's face is get a clear view of him. It's to get a clear view of him. See, when you get a clear view of God, you get a clear view of his nature and his favor. You get a clear view of his nature and his favor. His nature speaks of how he conducts himself because of who he is. Whereas his favor speaks of the good that he causes to happen in and through our lives. His his nature speaks of how he conducts himself and, and because of who he is. We get a chance to see how he responds to things. Come on now. Like, for instance, if you you don't even really have to know somebody well, you can look at their face and see how they respond to stuff. You can look at their face. So they say something you don't like. Oh. I start rolling and all kinds of stuff. Wait, all you got to do is watch their face because everything's sitting right on their face. Praise God. Start eyes rolling all up in their head like they're in the middle of a seizure or something like that. Praise God. You know that they're probably displeased with what it is they they have it. What's what's going on? Or if they smile real big, they might be happy about it. Amen. Might be. I said might be. Amen. Anyway, when we see God's face, we get a chance to learn some things. We're suggested here how for how long we ought to be seeking God's face. This ain't gonna be a this year thing. This ain't gonna be nothing that we start now and then Peter all out on in a month or two. And go back to seeking stuff like we used to do. But it said in stanza number four. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. The word evermore right there means continue it. It is talking about continuance. Continuance. I like this. It's continuance as an indefinite extension. As an indefinite extension. Or another way, don't even look for the end. Just keep doing it. That's why it also translates constantly. We ought to be seeking God's face constantly, according to Scripture. It also translates always. We ought to be seeking his face always. Praise God. Perpetually is another way that it translates. Perpetually. That's just where always, it's just forever. And, and, and it also translates regularly. Regularly. But I like it because in the Hebrew it's regularly, which means daily. That this is a daily thing. Get ready for a daily habit of seeking God's face. Get ready for a daily habit of seeking God's face. See, the things you do daily will become habitual. And the longer the, the, the longer between frequency, the less potential that it has for becoming habitual. It's one of the reasons why it's hard for some people to be able to even weekly. That ain't enough. You can check out people's church attendance and see that weekly don't start habits. You don't gain habits by doing things weekly because you can get weak doing it weekly because if it's too many days in between, then you might not do it again. You have to talk yourself back into doing it again. You know, you was motivated like a mug, man, I'm going to church this first year. I'm going to church. Going to church. One week later, I should go to church. This, one, this is the beginning of the week. Look, 
One week later, I should have went to church. Guess I got to wait till next year, make a new resolution. Praise God. <laughs> it's nothing, some folk. They ain't you know, none of y'all because y'all here. Praise God. See, seeking God's face, we ought to let seeking God's face be our chief business. This is basically what this is actually talking about. It ought to be our chief business that should be done in and above everything else that we're doing. Doesn't mean that we X out everything else because we still got to live life, still got to be responsible, still got to do other things. Praise God. You can't be like at work and stuff like that on your knees and stuff like that when you ain't finished your work and stuff like you got to, you know, get your tail up because they'll tell you to get up. Praise God. But not to return to your desk. Praise God. <laughs> to get out. Praise God. Amen. Psalms number 119, please. You be Christian, they're going to get you up from there. Hallelujah. Psalms number 119. Stanza number 135. Seeking God's face opens the door for awesome things to be able to happen. One of the things is that you get a chance to learn from him. You get a chance to learn from him. Because when you get close enough to see his face, then you'll get a chance to learn some things from him. Stanza number 135. It says, make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. That word shine right there means to become luminous, to become luminous. This is good because when something becomes luminous, it lights up. The Bible tells us in the book of Revelation that God's face is lit up. In fact, it lit up so much they don't need CPS they don't have no like no 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 energy companies up there. Praise God, Hallelujah! It wears his face lights up everything, and it keeps the whole city ablaze and keep it alight, alit. Praise God, that's absolutely awesome. See, when something becomes luminous, it lights up. But along with lighting up, everything which is around it lights up too. Everything around it lights up too. That might not mean nothing to you, but that means you can now see everything that's close to him. You can now see everything that he allows to be close to him. Because he's now lit up as you see his face, it lights up everything around him, which means you can see everything that he allows to be close to him. You can see who he allows to be close to him. You can be able to see stuff like that. That's important because if you're going to be around somebody, you better find out who they let, let, they, let be around them. Does that make sense? Like if you saw some young lady, some Christian young lady that loved God with all the heart and soul and mind, praise God. And, and, and she bowed it, bowed it in the things of God. And you see that the only people that's around her is other powerful people of God that's about the things of God. And they bowed it, bowed it and stuff like that. Then you know that you need to step up your game and be like that if you want to be around her. Because otherwise you ain't going to be around her. Because that's all she ever around her. Does that make sense? If this powerful man of God that you got your eye on, you look around and ain't no skanks around him. Then it's wise to not be skanky. Because otherwise you ain't going to be around him. So it's good when stuff lights up stuff around because you get a chance to see everything that's around. Does that make sense to anybody? It'll light up everything around so you get a chance to see what's around because God needs you to be able to see what's around. Along with everything, lighting up everything around it, it also, this deep, it also lights up everything that's not around it. It really does. It lights up everything. How can it light up everything that's not around it when it ain't around it? That's how. Because you can not only look and see what's there, you can look and see what ain't there. 
And if it ain't there and you participate, operate, dwell in, dabble in, that which that ain't there, high probability you're not going to be around either. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. And so light, his face lighting up is very important. It'll show us what's, what, what was there, what's, what's not there, what's, what's supposed to be there, what ain't supposed to be there. And we get a chance to see something. That's why we ought to say, Lord, make that face shine upon me. Why? Because I, I need to be taught thy statutes. I need to learn what you do, what you don't do, what you like, what you don't like. I need to learn. I need to learn. Because the statutes represent the word of God. Let's go on to Psalms number 27, please. Psalms number 27, please. Seeking increased intimacy with God. Psalms number 27. Stanza number eight we'll begin with. Of course, we can always go back to stanza number seven, and that way we can pick up the concept of the fact is he said to the Lord, Lord, teach me. Thy statue, stanza number seven. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. That means it's, it's something that starts from the inside. It's got to come from the heart. It's ain't going to come from the head. Because there's already thoughts in there opposite of what God said, and they're going to attack everything like that. Because if your head say, seek the Lord, your head also going to say, yeah, but, you know, you know, you know we're going to be busy tonight. You know, I got, you know, we got these things to do. You know, I ain't, I ain't washed clothes in a week. I really do need to wash clothes. You ever know how the day that we need to wash clothes is always the day that... It's church or something like that. Somehow or another, that's the only day to wash clothes, only day to comb your daughter's hair, only day to, you know, clean your underwear. It's the only day to do stuff like that. We never think about it doing it any other time. Just like if we want to, you know, get closer to our family. We're like, Pastor, I'm going to take a sabbatical because I need to get closer to my family. You know, folk ever don't, you know, folk don't say I'm quitting my job so I can get closer to my family don't even say i'm taking off a job i'm gonna take my vacation to get closer to my family oh no i don't take vacations to get closer to my family <laughs> fascinating we move on it's y'all not laughing we move on Psalms number 20 we in Psalms number 27 when thou saidest seek ye my face my heart said unto me from the inside Thy face, Lord, will I seek. It says, hide not thy face from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not. Forsake me not. Oh, God, my salvation. Of course, all this Old Testament, because we know in the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 says that God will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Where is God? So we already know that. But he didn't know that. So he crying out. And I know that's right. Stands a 10. When my father and my mama forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the plain path because of mine enemies. Teach me thy way, O Lord. That word way right there means the road. Figuratively, it means, I like this, a course of life. Figuratively, it means a course of life, which means there's a course your life ought to be on. Which means that if God doesn't teach you the course of light, you might be on the wrong course. Yeah. 
You might be driving down the wrong road. And listen to me. The wrong road will never get you to the right destination. The wrong road will never get you to the right destination. You might enjoy yourself on the wrong road, but you'll still never make it to the destination. And we want to be on the right road. That's why they make maps, GPS systems, all kinds of stuff to help you be on the right road. But God said not there's not a map that exists, nor a GPS system that can be created that can get you to the destination I have for you. Because only I know the thing that I have for you. Only I know how to get you there. And if you don't seek my face, you'll never get there. And you'll have to be satisfied with less of a life than I intended you to live. Satisfied with less of a wife than I would have given. Satisfied with less of a husband than I would have provided. Be satisfied. I was going to give you one that would keep you in peace. Rather than one that's always breaking the peace. (laughs) I was going to give you one that was going to help make some money. Not being there spending up all the money. You want to get on course. You want to get on. You want to get on the right course. Figuratively, it means a course of life or a mode of action, which means there's even some actions that we should do, some actions that we should not do, because there's a mode of action that we're supposed to operate according to. But many of us, praise God, if we don't ever get on the way that God will and learn God's way, then we might not find out that we not doing actions that God's expecting us to do. In order to be able to have a close personal relationship like we're supposed to. The Bible in, in basic English, it renders verse 11 this way. It says, make your way clear to me, O Lord, guiding me by the right way because of my haters. You know, there's haters out here. (laughs) Haters who ain't participators in the things that God has. And if you don't understand, if you don't know clearly God's way, then a hater can take you off course and you never know what's happening. A hater can take you off course. Baby, just stay with me today. I need you with me today. You're about to lose your job. And then they're going to say, I don't have nobody here that don't work. (laughs) Amen. Amen. (laughs) Come on now. You got haters. I remember, I remember, I remember there was was one guy, my friend, uh, JC, born to be free. Praise God. You know, when I first got saved, you know, prior to being saved, that was my man. We used to spend all the time, a lot of time together in life. Basically, every day we'd be together and stuff like that, hanging like a mug. We was like two peas in a pot. We was like hanging all over the place. That's because we was both wrong, praise God. We was, we was both wrong about everything. <laughs> so, so we was comfortable with one another, praise God. But then I got saved, you know. He was quasi-Muslim. I was all the way Christ, praise God. Quasi, you know, that's where you bring in the stuff you like and leave out the stuff you don't like, praise God. You know, like some some folk is quasi-Christian, you know, amen. They include the stuff they like and, you know, exclude stuff they don't like, praise God, amen. Well, he was quasi-Muslim, praise God. And so I had no problem with that, praise God, you know, do what you want to do, praise God. But I was saved now. And 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 and, and the, he didn't like the fact that I was all getting into church and getting into the things of God. He didn't really like that that much, praise God. And so I remember he found out that I was, I had I found out about midday, midweek services. I found out they got midweek services. I was like, y'all got services in the middle of the week? He said, yeah. I said, I'm going, praise God. Because, see, I was hearing from God every time I show up. And so if I heard from God every time I show up, when they opened the door, I was going to show up. So I found out they got a midweek service. So I showed up. 
Came back and told him about it. I said, JC, born to be free. I mean, that service was off the hook. Dang, I thought the Sunday service was good. The midweek service is gooder. Praise God. Next week, it's time to get ready to go to church. I said, now you're ding dong. So I opened up the door and it's JC. Yo, Rodney, what's going on, man? Got to holler at you about something. Need to talk to you about something. I said, all right, come on in and sit down. So come on in and sit down. And he talked to me. It's about to rain in Spain. And I mainly fought on the plane. Nothing seemed serious. But he's just talking to me about something. And then about the time that uh, it's, you know, service is almost over and stuff like that. He's like, you know, well, praise God, it was good. He didn't say praise God, but that's me. I'm just so used to saying it now, praise God. He's like, well, you know, Ron, got to go now, man. Got to go. And I look at the watch and I'm like, dang, it's too late for me to go to service. Next week, time to go to service. Ding dong. Hey, Rod, got something to talk to you about, man. Got something to talk to you about. I'm like, come on in, man. Come on in, because it's my boy. Come on in. You got something to talk about? I'm here for you. Hey, we talk about the rain in Spain. I fall, mainly fall in the plane. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> and, then, and then, then he leave. But it's too late to go to church. I've always been a quick learner. Not like you're my boy and everything, but how is it that you just keep showing up on midweek day at the same time? I said, okay, see, I, I, I see what's going on now. Praise God. Next week, ding dong. Hey, Rodney, got something to talk to you about. And I'm like, well, good. Then come on, go to church with me. Praise God. I ain't going in that white man church. I ain't going in. I ain't going that that Christianity. I ain't going somewhere cold. And, you know, you know, you my boy. Sit right here. You know where everything is. There's a refrigerator. You know how to turn on the radio, the stereo, and everything else like that. I'll see you when I get back to you. And if you got something important to talk about, I'll see you when I get back. Got in the car and drove off. You know, when I. Got back home, he wasn't there. Actually, I guess it wasn't that important. Because haters will pull you away, and you don't even understand what's going on. Give you a reason not to do what you're supposed to do. Give you a reason not to operate like you're supposed to. But somewhere along the line, you got to want this thing so much that you even press past the haters. Because God wants you to be a participator. He wants you to get up in the middle of this. Because there's some stuff he got in store for you. That includes... Anybody and everybody that would get in the way of you getting closer to God. Yeah. Anybody and everybody that would get in the way of you getting closer to God. Because there's two desires in this world. God's desire is devil desire. And I don't know if you've ever seen the Matrix, praise God, but anybody in the Matrix can be used. Including spouses and houses. Little kids too. Anything can get in the way of the intimacy increasing between God and you. You got to make a decision. I'm going to do this thing. That I want you to teach me your ways. I want to get there. See, one of the major benefits of drawing closer to God and increasing our intimacy with him is that we get the opportunity to learn God's ways and have his ways made clear to us. That's why it says, make your way clear to me, O Lord. We get a chance to be able to have it made clear to us. Oh, it's good when it's clear to you because ambiguity is gone. The concept of maybe it's this way, maybe it's that way, all oh, that's gone. Now you know exactly what's up. See, God's way guides us to the right way. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true that our God really does want to have an intimate, personal relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're becoming more inspired to do whatever needs to be done.
to take the pathways of increased intimacy with God that are there for me and you so we can walk even closer with God than we already do and be even closer to God like he wants us to do and enjoy the kind of life that only happens when we're in a more intimate relationship with God that he wants to have with me and you. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all the brothers out there to do. We invite all the brothers of San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Sisters from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on through and bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee you, you'll be blessed and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.